and I'm reading this here from breakingnews.ie, there's been a sharp increase in excess deaths in Ireland in December 2022, resulting in the highest excess excess mortality rate in the Republic since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic almost three years ago. This is according to the EU, by the way, the latest figures. The latest data on the extra number of recorded deaths above historical averages shows the state has the fourth highest rate of excess mortality among the 27 EU countries. And that was from December. And the data revealed that there were 25.4% more deaths in the Republic in December. And the same, by the way, for January and compared to the average number of deaths in the same month each year between 2016 and 2019 before COVID even came along. It represented the highest monthly rate of excess mortality in the state since the start of the pandemic in April 2020 when it reached 38% and also showed a sharp increase on November's figures when it was at 15.5%. So only Germany, Austria and Slovenia are ahead of us. Germany is the highest at 37%, Austria 27%, Slovenia at 25.9%. So why is it happening? Why are we seeing more deaths now than there was during COVID and even before COVID? And not just a few more, a lot more. Well, maybe one man who might have some of the answers is Professor Bill Torman. He joins me on the line. Good afternoon. Nice to talk to you again, Bill. Great to talk to you, Niall. Uh, by the way, I just, uh, I, I just reminded me that, because uh, you sent me over your book, Turbulence in the Health and Social Care Ireland, and I must have a read of it, Bill. Thank you very much indeed for my copy. I'll, I'll read that with great interest. Yeah, everything is covered in it, nearly. <laughs> okay, well, is this covered in it? And why are we seeing no, such a rise in deaths? I, wrote, I finished it in November, so this particular thing wouldn't have been available at the time. And um, the only thing you can say is that the data coming out is used. There's two sources of the data immediately, local ones. That's the Health Protection Surveillance Centre, which monitors what's going on all the time. And they noticed the seasonal influenza, para-influenza, RSV, and all the things that were happening before Christmas. Because one of my friends is involved as a director of one of the ICUs in a children's hospital. And he was telling me about the number of kids who were in ICU with RSV and things. If you looked at the traditional textbooks, would tell you it wasn't going to be that they're, they're perennial every year. Kids mm. get these things for a few years and then it dies out and it doesn't really do that much harm. But actually it does. And according to the minister who was asked this in the Dáil uh, earlier in the year, he said that there was a huge um, upsurge in para-influenza and influenza. And, and pneumonia. He mentioned pneumonia. And pneumonia, yeah. yeah that, that causing pneumonia and obviously killing a hell of a lot of people. And I was talking to uh, one of my uh, club members down below in Lansdowne, and he's involved in uh, the death business. He's an undertaker. And he said the number of deaths has gone off the scale. I was talking to an undertaker yesterday, which reminded me to get you on the air today. And I was talking to an undertaker yesterday who said exactly the same thing. He said they have never had a busier month. Yeah, incredible. But he was saying to me that he, what he noticed, and this is just his observation, that the majority of these extra deaths that he's noticed are this busiest month they've had in a long, long time, he said. And that's not good for an undertaker to be saying they're very busy. But he was saying to me that they seem to be men between the age of 40 and 65, quite a lot of them. And he said it's a surprising rise. So so why do you think that, I mean, look, I'm only looking this morning, up to 6,000 patients have months of waiting for cancer test results ahead of them because of a major backlog in the southeast. So is is that connected to the fact that even Leo Varadkar suggested that you know we have a lot of misdiagnosis, we've a lot of we didn't get early diagnosis of cancer during lockdowns because people couldn't access doctors, you know, uh, people who are meant to have operations who didn't have them. Is there a lot of that involved in this as well? 
uh, yes and no. And I'll say exactly, if you look at the data published by RIP.ie that fits the, the, fit the number of excess, the deaths over the time and uh, by a day, and they show that the COVID peak had an excess of deaths. Now, that's pretty obvious. But given the fact that there was a, a, not a breakdown, but a, a huge reduction in the number of uh, tests done for cardiology and for large bowel cancers and things like that and prostates during the COVID lockdown. Or early symptoms. You know, if somebody had an early symptom, they, get, yeah, they couldn't get to see their doctor. Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah, exactly, Niall. But the point about all of that is that the, the deaths right now, which is what we're talking about, and you actually called out all the figures earlier on, um, from December 2022 and, and the fact that we're the four, fourth worst in Europe, it seems to me that that's all viral and pneumonia because large bowel cancers would take longer to kill you. Uh, cardiology, okay. probably not, but heart failure... So are you, are you telling me we may see them later in this year or yes, maybe next exactly. year? We may see them in the next few, uh, later in this year and for the next few years. Okay, so, so long-term, in, incalculable deaths. Okay, yeah. but, but in relation to our immune systems, yeah. be, I mean, the argument is as well, because we kind of stayed away from each other, because we were doing all those kind of things and we, yeah. we stayed cocooned or we were in groups, small social groups and circles, did that affect, particularly with children, I suppose, because no, they were that, all school, that, that, did that, that affect your immune systems? No, it, um, well, I don't think it does. But the reality, the reality is that there were hardly any flu deaths and flu cases in the middle of the COVID pandemic. Where there would normally be 600 a year, yes. was locked down and, yeah. and didn't see each other. So the, the virus couldn't pass itself around. And it was absolutely remarkable, the dearth of flu symptoms and flu virus positivities at that time. However, uh, late last year, the number of positive lab tests or near patient testing positive tests for flu, for para-influenza and for a lot of these viruses suddenly shot up, suddenly shot up. So A&E was uh, overwhelmed by loads of viruses. Is it, is it possible too, Bill, that during the COVID period, people, I know there was, the statistics suggest there wasn't any flu, um, and normally every year we would have thousands of cases of flu with possibly up to 600 people dying every year in yeah, this country of yeah, flu. Is, yeah. it, is it possible that during COVID, Many of those flu, um, or many people who had got the flu, had also got a COVID test, had COVID, and just put it down to COVID-19. Is, is that I possible too? I, I, that's possible, yeah. I, I couldn't say you're wrong, Niall. But what I think is that if it's, one of the things that may have happened in the elderly is that the elderly were then killed by uh, COVID. Remember, about half the deaths were in nursing homes. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the elderly people would have been killed by COVID and had an early death as a consequence. But uh, the, that doesn't mean that they didn't have a bit of flu as well of course. in certain places. But because but, normally at that point in your life, yeah, but they, they you know, it's, a, it's a respiratory for, virus that would normally take you down anyway, yeah, probably. That's right, exactly. Yeah. Not, but they wouldn't have been tested for flu specifically. They would have had a PCR or, an, or a, uh, a lateral flow test for, for COVID. For COVID, of course. They wouldn't have been co- So saying that it wasn't there is an exaggeration. You could say that it wasn't found or noted uh, in the testing of people in the labs around the around Ireland. 
the because we were very much out. focused on COVID nineteen. So yeah. okay, so getting back to these, this you know, this figure of whatever it is, twenty uh, twenty five point four percent, and actually yeah. it's been the highest up to the end of January. The eight weeks leading up to the end of January is the highest figure yeah. that we've ever had. Yeah. And, you know, it, it is concerning for people that, and a lot of people put it down to the fact that maybe, you know, that we're, our bodies are, okay, we might be all right for COVID, but our bodies are not ready for other viruses now. And that it's going to take us a little bit of time to build back up immune system. I know I, you're the immune expert, but to build back up our immune systems again, because we're normally getting viruses constantly all the time. And yeah. that keeps our immune systems up to date, doesn't it? It's like a, a computer well, getting an update, revs, isn't it? It revs it up a bit. But, you know, at, at, at the same time, um, I think that we, ha- we can't exaggerate what's going on because you have to factor in another thing, Niall. The population of the Republic is going up by 60,000 on average every year, on mm. the year, which means, and also that we're getting more tens of thousands of people over the age of 65 every year, which means that they're getting near the top of the cliff. Well, we, yeah, but we're still, we're still quite low. At, what are we, 14% of the population are over the age of 65, I think. Yeah. I think we're still one of the lowest in Europe uh, compared to some of the Scandinavian countries, for example. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Or, or Japan. Yeah, absolutely. So, so in saying that, we're still quite low in that regard. Our population has increased, I would say, substantially over the last twenty years. But year on year, probably not too much. So that still doesn't account for well, you know no, the, of that large 60, 000, figure. It's a, no, it's about sixty thousand a year now, all the time, mm. uh, which is a huge economic success in reality. But to go back to what you said about the guy you were talking to, who's involved in uh, directing funerals, saying that an awful lot of people in their fifties late 40s and 50s. He's absolutely right. Males. He said males. With, mainly males. Males, yeah. I was, I was told the same thing by the guy who was talking to me. He was a member of Lansdowne, but I won't mention his name. Um, uh, so why is the that? They should, be, they should be healthy, shouldn't they? They should, yeah. I think that's very odd. These are sudden honest. deaths. He talked about sudden deaths because he does. Sudden death. yeah. yeah. I wonder is that uh, cardiological mm. or is there, is there a stroke problem? In other words, is there a lot of undiagnosed stroke and the only way you're going to find that out is when the uh, Health Protection Surveillance Centre collects all the data and the coroners get to work and collate their data. Mm-hmm. Because all of these, any, hosp- any death in hospital has to be a coroner's case. That okay. doesn't mean it has to have a post-mortem, but it has to have an inquest or a sign-off from the coroner that they know uh, nearly certainly what the cause of death is or was. I mean, obviously there's story. I'm not going to ignore the elephant in the room. And there are people who have a belief that their mitocarditis plays yeah. a big role in this. Yeah, there's people who think that it's... Due okay, to well, okay well, let, let's, well, let, well, let's address the elephant in the room. Yeah, what do okay. you think of that theory? Um, uh, the first thing I want to say is that it's possible, all right? Because poo-pooing things and then discovering that you're wrong is not a good idea. What is the evidence? The evidence is that there are a lot of uh, myocarditis cases among, uh, that happen uh, with viruses and with vaccinations and the mRNA viruses. That is a fact. But whether or not, what you do with, what you do with virus, the, 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 there's a, a deal when you take vaccinations, and that is that the downside of a vaccination is massively overwhelmed by the upside and the millions of people whose lives have been saved by vaccination uh, trumps the number of people who have ran into trouble with them. Um, some of them obviously will go into heart failure with, um, with uh, 
uh, mRNA viruses. But the younger the younger the age group, that benefit doesn't outweigh the risk as much when you start getting oh, the younger age. The only place I can think that that's valid yeah. would be in the teenagers, yeah. male teenagers, okay? Mm-hmm. They are women, sorry, female teenagers, because uh, the... There's hardly any side effects at all from yeah, that's, female. And by the way, can you explain this to me, by the age. way? When, when we talk about side effects, or we t- talk about the possibility and the low risk of uh, myocarditis, and it is sorry, primarily sorry, in, sorry, ma- no. in males and not females. Yeah. What, what is the difference? Because I was talking to somebody about this this morning, and we were kind of going, well, why is it men, not women? What's the difference in the biology of both of our bodies that it affects one but not the other? Uh, the level of response in... Uh, females and males is different for immunologically. Right, okay. Yeah, and uh, there are sex differences that can't be got over. No matter what you say about trans sex and everything else, you cannot get over that. Okay, so there are biological differences when it so comes to, to immunology. Differences, yeah, so that's a very important fact. Okay, so just finally, going forward, you believe that the delayed cancer diagnosis that I talked about, I mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, I think there's you a think long, that You I think th- that's not going to kick in until next year? I did, yeah, exactly. I think that, yeah, I think you're right. And I think that's going to happen next year and the year after and the year after. Okay. Because these things, the large bowel thing is a very serious problem, even, even with the screening, because the screening programme is probably affected as well with COVID. Finally, just, Bill, just before you go, what do you think of the government suggesting, well, Leo Varadkar suggesting there should be a full public inquiry into how we handle COVID-19? He claims we got 70% right, 30% wrong. Um, there's been huge questions asked now you know, by members of NEFID as to whether we should... I just think that's a laugh. I wrote a few articles in the papers that called all this out at the time. This is more waste of money. What are you going to learn that we don't already know? But but do you believe that heads should roll? He says, no, we should just learn by the mistakes and just not do it again well, the next time. heads have already moved on. Let's mm. put it like that now. Mm. There's been a change in uh, the public health system and there's been a replacement for... Dr. Holohan and a whole lot of things happened that shouldn't have happened and the Taoiseach is in charge of the country now, not NFET. At one stage, I think we had a coup d'etat called NFET running the country, hadn't we? Well, we did. The Politburo we, 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 we talked about it quite substantially on the air we, at the time. We, we did, we Bill. Did. <laughs> at least, now you didn't believe all the, all the, all the guff. <laughs> Well, listen, thank you very much indeed. And by the way, the book, if anyone wants to get uh, Bill's book, or as he's aptly named the book, William Tormley. Uh, only his mother ever called him William Tormley. That's uh, correct. Yeah, yeah that, usually when you were in trouble, Bill. Well, William yeah, exactly. Tormley, come over here. Yeah. Uh, Bill Tormley, and it's Turbulence in Health and Social Care Ireland. And it's available in all your good bookshops or online, isn't it? Well, it's, on, it's online in Amazon. Okay. okay. Thank you very much indeed, thank Bill. Thank you very much. Appreciate right. you coming thank on the you. air. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.